Hello there, we are your hosts Vivek and Pavitra from the Agile Coach Podcast. In this podcast, we bring fresh perspectives to you through our interviews with thought leaders in Agile Coaching, Facilitation, Business Analysis, and Product Management roles. Enjoy! All right, Neha, thanks for coming to the show. Thanks for actually coming in all the way to San Diego. Yes, yeah, for, yeah, for bringing me here. Absolutely. Um, so, actually, so the reason why we want to do, you know, bring me in this podcast and talk to you is like you've had, you're a really in-demand product manager. You've had <laughs> six offers and you stopped. Uh, and you've had a lot of success uh, in terms of, you know, getting jobs as product manager you really understand like the hiring process and doing really well at interviews. Um, so yeah, we're going to be uh, doing a deep dive on what you did, some of your success that you've had, and then, you know, what are some things that you did that didn't work. So we're really yeah, excited uh, about this conversation. So generally, Neha, what are you up to these days? Uh, yeah. So first of all, it's really good to see you guys again. Uh, we go way back, by the way, um, in St. Louis, and I haven't seen them since the pandemic started. So really good to see you guys. Um, what I've been up to is, yeah, I just started my new product manager job at a consulting company. It's been going pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it a lot, and it's definitely something that can, like really makes it clear for me that I want to be product manager awesome. long term. Yeah, um, just got back from a three month trip in Puerto Rico. I know, so jealous. <laughs> so that was fun, and it's a nice transition from San Diego to the hometown of Missouri. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Neha, I wanted to start with, so people are in the job market, they're starting to apply. And one of the struggle that people have is always that tell me about yourself. How do I really prepare that when I'm talking to maybe recruiters versus hiring managers versus maybe somebody who even knows the role that they're applying for, you know, very specifically. So, you know, how do you really prepare for that when you're talking to a recruiter, whether it's a staffing company recruiter or whether it's actually for a full-time role and you're talking to an HR recruiter from that company? Um, when they say, tell me about yourself or walk us through your resume, what are you looking for? Uh, what is like the mindset? What are some things that should be covered in that question? Yeah. And, you know, I'm not an expert by any means, yeah. but just from my experience in the past, it's all about really being mindful in the moment and getting to know the recruiter or whoever you're talking to. So I'll just cover the first mm-hmm. conversation, which is usually with a recruiter in tech job. Right. And then obviously R1, R2, R3 is a whole another beast. Um, but with a recruiter, what you really have to understand is you have to just make them like you. Right. Right. You have to show up as someone who they're going to be proud of showing it to the hiring manager, right? right? Yeah. You have to be very confident. Mm -hmm. um, And you have to also show uh, the recruiter that you're a valuable person. Yeah. That you're actually going to come in the company and you're going to change whatever issue that they're having Mm -hmm. by coming up with a game plan. So my my approach with recruiter is, it's it's like I would talk to a friend. Or Mm -hmm. honestly, it sounds weird, but like on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Like what are you, tell me about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's banter. Your only goal is to really get your foot in the door, get them to like you. So mm-hmm. usually, honestly, I, I ask them questions before they ask me any questions. Okay. Like, Hey, how's your day going? You know, like talk about the weather a little bit. Right. Um, and then from there on with the recruiter, um, especially if it's a technical job, you don't want to go too much into the technicality, the technical mm-hmm. words, right. but you do want to hit the buzzwords. So for product managers, for example, it's a lot of stakeholder management, 
agile, scrum, you know, um, like customer pain point. And at that point, they know that they have, you have some experience. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I was going to say, so is there like, when, when they like really say, walk me through your resume, let's just say a recruiter talking to you. So your, your mindset is just like, just really hit on some of those words, but are you also talking about here's the years of experience that I have, or here's what I've been doing and here's what I'm looking for. Why I'm looking for a new role. <laughs> yeah, so do you also yeah. kind of cover that too? Or? Yeah. So, so, um, learning from really, really bad experiences <laughs> where I would just go in a story of like literally telling them about each single one of my role. Mm-hmm. They get bored. I mean, humans have attention yeah, span of like, right. what, 20 seconds, probably less <laughs> or TikTok, like six seconds. <laughs> Yes. Um, so whenever they ask you about at, walk me through your resume, it's a lot about what my approach is. I talk about my last position, mm-hmm. how I came or landed to product management, especially from my biology background. I just explained that a little bit so they don't ask me any questions. Right. And then after that, I really go deeper into whatever experience I am most comfortable talking about. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was my past job, right? right. So... From there on, I only bring up the buzzwords that I also am really comfortable Talking diving about. deeper into. And in that sure. way, you're kind of manipulating the conversation mm-hmm. to your advantage. So if you don't know anything about A-B testing, don't bring up A-B testing because they're probably right. going to ask you. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the idea is like you're saying that you're setting up the rest of the conversation by through your uh, talking about yourself questions. So like, yeah. so what does that look like for you? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so similar to kind of what I said, just very like only talk about things you're very comfortable about. And then another thing, PK, um, just back to your point you mentioned is so before they even ask me questions around logistics, because recruiter, they want to know your salary range. Mm-hmm. They want to know if you're flexible or not. Right. I answer all of that question in the beginning. Yeah. So at the end, what I do is before they even open it up for questions, I am like, okay, this is about myself. This is a little bit about what I want. Mm-hmm. I never give them a salary range, by the way. Just kind of leave it to them. But this is what I want. And, um, you know, can you tell me more about the product now? So I always bring it up to the product conversation. I always bring it up to basically finding out as much as I can Mm -hmm. about the job itself. So I'm really prepared for the next interview with the hiring manager. So maybe even more like, can you tell me a little bit about why, you know, what the hiring manager is looking for or why are they even hiring? Absolutely. Is there maybe like that? prior product manager is moving on or they got fired. Like it yeah, could be multiple yeah, things, yeah. right? So, yeah. And uh-huh. you don't want a, you don't want a crappy job either. So why did the last person leave? <laughs> yeah. You know, what are some of your challenges? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's really, again, like bantering with a recruiter. Yeah. And if they ask you something, maybe I've been asked a lot of questions in product management interviews. That's also very technical. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to tell them, Hey, as a, as a product manager, or as a scrum master, that's not my job. Yeah. You know, my job is to communicate and be a liaison between mm-hmm. the business and the, you know, the tech world. Yeah. So you're, you're actually coaching what, what you need to do that in the job. Anyway, you're coaching them. Hey, great question, but this is not mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And you're actually creating that impression like, wow, like this candidate has expertise. Right. Because they're able to respectfully um, you know, teach me about a subject or provide perspective. So right. that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of go back to even before we started uh, this conversation, we were just talking about how do you show up to be confident more? And I know you kind of mentioned some of the things like maybe talking a, a little bit louder yeah, um, yeah. and like kind of having more of an executive presence so that 
the recruiters like feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Yeah, submitting you because it's not that the recruiters don't want to submit you. They are trying to find the right candidate, right? It just, mm-hmm. if I put this person through, are they going to go and do well? Are they, are they going to really be able to like talk about some of the questions? Are they knowledgeable? Do they know this area? That's what the recruiters are really assessing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. Just very high level too. Yeah. Um, so basically some of the things is that I did in the beginning is honestly, and this is so much, but talking in front of the mirror every morning, (laughs) it's so weird. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, um, I actually wrote down my pitch and in every, so basically every single day I was like, Hey, my name is Neha. I manage stakeholders. I did this. I did this. That's awesome. And yeah. And I would, uh, practice in front of the mirror mm-hmm. and record myself too. So important. So important. And then when I listened to myself, I could exactly tell which area I was kind of like not confident in. Mm-hmm. And then I would go back and practice that more. Yeah. So let's see that you are talking about stakeholder consensus in your pitch. A recruiter might ask you questions around like, oh, tell me about a time when you aligned stakeholders. Mm-hmm. So I brainstormed those questions as well right? Um, along the way. So it's honestly, you're just kind of like coming up with every scenario possible in an interview. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is difficult, especially if you've never been a product manager or a business analyst or a scrum master. Oh. Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome is so real. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Been there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's just about like figuring out mm-hmm. um, what can you do yourself because you can do the job. Yeah, you can do the job. It's just a matter of making others believe that you can also do the job. Right. And the only way you can do that is if you make yourself believe it, which is very scientific approach. Yeah. Right. Writing it down, practice in front of a mirror, yeah. talk to your friends, call your friends. Like Absolutely. I lived, breathed when I was first transitioning from biology, like medical school stuff to product management, literally like. Even like I was treating, this is psychotic. I was treating myself as a product manager, like as a product, right? Yeah. Um, product and then you're learning, right? Yeah. Like how do I sell myself to people? Right. So, um, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's, no, I love it. Like to our listeners, like I've done that same thing. You've, you just heard from another person that just really values. If you don't, if you just like, it's in your head, then you're just going to ramble a lot more. But if you have yeah, some concise point and what do you want to really talk about when you are in front of that recruiter, when you are in front of the hiring manager, it's going to come so much more smoothly than like trying to think about it on the spot. So I've done that. I've recorded my answers and listened to it over and over again, see where I could improve. You've done the same thing. Yeah. So I think it's it's like weird to do. It's like, why would I do that? But I promise you, if you do that with the interview questions, you're going to show up so much more confident and you're going to ace that interview versus if you don't. So. Yeah, yeah. And something else that I came to my mind as you were talking is it's also how comfortable you get over time to practice too. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're practicing with yourself, but put yourself in uncomfortable situations sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know? So maybe apply for a position that you don't want mm-hmm. and then talk with the recruiter and then talk with more recruiters and keep talking, keep talking. Yeah. Um, and through that, you'll have just so much experience. Oh, and record yourself every single time you talk yeah. to someone, listen to yourself and be like, oh, this is where I tripped. Yeah. Then for the next conversation, similar to your product, you're iterating on yourself. Love and it. it's, it's it's just a practice game at the end of the day too. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's, that's great, Neha. So like, this is such a good mindset. So you're saying like, hey, if you if you are going to go into this field, obviously don't take it lightly because, you know, it's mm-hmm. worth the work, right? Oh, and for sure. Give give enough enough time for reflection, enough time to practice, uh, and just like do that when you know practicing in video like audio mm-hmm. um, so you were just saying hey 
you really believe yourself mm-hmm. um, and, and practice and get your pitch right. Yeah. And when you when you believe yourself and you've done the work, when you talk to recruiters, you're going to have a much better chance to kind of convince them that you are a potentially awesome yeah. candidate for this role. Right. So now maybe let's transition. So now you talk to the recruiter, you did all this. Now they've, you know, you're able to convince them that you're good and you're ready <laughs> to go. Uh, now, you know, you got us in an interview. Maybe it's a hiring manager. Maybe it's like the first layer of interview around one with the actual company. Uh, like, what have you done to like really prepare yourself yeah, to yeah. show up certain way? Maybe what questions even do you ask? When do you ask some of those questions? Uh, maybe if you can talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So clarifying uh, questions to recruiter or just how do I prepare for the next step? The next step. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is where you actually can't bullshit. (laughs) This is where you actually have to know your stuff. And that just means, and don't freak out by this, right? Again, the practice thing, Mm -hmm. but also like we live in a world where there's so many resources, like YouTube videos, Reddit threads, Medium, like those are such great places to go to, Um, especially if you have mentors like, you know, PKVK as well, you can always kind of ask them, you can use the cohort um, to really help yourself and, you know, mock interview a lot. But with me, let's say you're interviewing for a business analyst role or a product manager role, it's really important to know exactly what product you worked on. Mm. Even as a business analyst, you'll do certain things to kind of help the development of the product. Absolutely. So you really have to know the end-to-end product goal and exactly, exactly what you did to make that launch happen. So an exercise that I do is I wrote down exactly the end-to-end product on a piece of paper and I did it like probably... I went through like a thick notebook, mm. probably like two or three times. Like certain features out of it or just like... So the, just a process. So like oh, planning, wow. okay. ideation. Strategy, ideation. Okay. So first iteration. ideation, yeah. right? Okay. The next one is like whatever. And then it's like, you know, actually the roadmap. And then it's like launch, right? right. And under that, my, my role. With okay. each, and I did that for each of the resume points. That's great. On my resume. So each of the jobs on my resume. Okay. So that way, when they ask me, oh, tell me about... Because your product manager... And the, inter- the interesting thing with tech interviews is it's a conversation. It is. Yes. So it's not like you question, I answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where the really kind of like you driving the conversation comes into play. Sure. So yeah. write down, like make your sales, yourself like an end-to-end product journey, mm-hmm. what you did. And then within each of those, like brainstorm, mm-hmm. um, what are some of the questions from my story that the product manager could ask? Yeah. A couple other things is know exactly how many engineers you worked with. Make it super real, right? right. How many engineers you worked with in your past job? Um, you know, like, what was the team makeup like? Yeah. Um, what did your sprint planning look like? What did your backlog look like? How did you actually, like, what was your contribution in the backlog? Mm-hmm. How did you go into the grooming session? The more detailed you get, mm-hmm. the more real it becomes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so basically just be very clear on, like, what you did exactly in the past job because they've been in this field for like, some of them have been, have been in this field for like 27 years. Yeah. And I know from my mistakes is you can't convince anyone. <laughs> so you just have to really know, know, know your stuff. You just have to yeah. know it. You just yeah. know the process really well. Yeah. You have to know how to build a product. Yeah. You have to know your position and you have to go in there with a very confident mindset that I know how to do this, which you do. We have gone through so many courses, so many preparations. And actually the, the pro bono consulting work. Where yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, and they're so engaged through the process. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. 
So even like as like some of you as you are doing the pro bono work, uh, maybe this is you listen to some of this stuff first, and as you are working through the through the pro bono, you even write out some of the things like thinking about from an interview perspective. Okay, here are the things that I did in ideation. Here are the things that I'm doing when it comes to like working with the developers, so that mm-hmm. you have like yeah, the whole story. yeah, and and like your students have a really good benefit because they actually are doing the job. Yeah, totally. You know, like they're actually kind of building a product yeah in an agile team with like agile mentors so yeah yeah for sure no thanks uh that's a good question or that's a um that's a good um suggestion so like are there any questions that you prepared for like to ask them um while uh, talking to them personally like- for me I, I i'm just product management scrum master it's all about being a mindful listener yeah so through the process i take really good notes and uh, i, I kind of just ask questions that I really know it's going to help me, but I know not everyone is kind of like that. So some of the questions that are really good to ask is like, you know, what does your day-to-day look like? Mm. Um, kind of like, what are some of the problems that you're having? Yeah. And how do you think me as a business analyst, Scrum Master could come in and fix that problem for you? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what does the 30-day goal, the 60-day, I ask oh, this to such everyone. a good question. 30-day goal, 60-day goal, 90-day goal, <laughs> like for me look like if I come in, mm-hmm. you know? And you want to really make them think that it's not, and not just make them, but you should you should go in with the mindset that it's not that they're interviewing you. You're also like making oh, sure totally. that this is a position that you want to be in. We've yeah. all probably been in positions we don't like. Yeah. Right. I've been mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, 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 me too. So actually, I've been pretty lucky. But um, yeah, you just want to go in there and you want to interview them as well. And you want to be like, hey, you know, so so honestly, like, don't ask questions just to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Ask questions is going to help you. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, let's say that I'm asking them about the next steps. And they're like, you work with like three developers. And those developers are front end, back end. I ask them, oh, what are their personalities like? You know, is there anything I should keep in mind before I go in a conversation with them. Nice. It's like, I ask them that, right? Yeah. Because um, at that wow, point... you're literally like winning this with curiosity. Like you're actually interviewing them more and asking questions. Oh, I ask more questions in most of the interviews. Yeah. Interjecting, sure. bantering, like yeah. you are that. And like laugh, smile, like, yeah. like make jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I mean, you know, a lot of times, yeah, like the interviewer is sometimes, many times maybe it's skilled, but you know there are times they're not also skilled yeah because yeah you know the interviewing for them is also like part of the job it's like oh i gotta find i gotta interview this new person so like sometimes they're equally nervous um i think like i've run into that situation for so sure. um just really being curious and getting to know them and just smiling and making them also feel comfortable is it's equally important because then they're gonna like yeah. relax a little bit if they feel comfortable also with you like, because it's just another human being. Like, you're human, they're human. You're two humans sitting down and having a conversation. And so I think a lot of times people are so scared of the whole interview process because um, they, they're they not necessarily in that driver's seat. They Absolutely. automatically assume they can't be on a driver's seat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm an interviewee. I can't be in a driver's seat. Yeah. But, like, the way you, ch- you know, channel this, it's like you kind of flip the mindset and said, okay, I'm equally in a driver's seat, you're on a driver's seat. And yeah. it's just like us having a conversation. Yeah, and- in that one, so like, yeah, I know, I know your work ethic, right? So like, I know what you did. So like to be on the work <laughs> driver's seat though, like oh, yes. you want to kind of put in the work. That's yeah. where you have the confidence. Yeah, tell us right? how many jobs you applied for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, I went, so I dedicated about two months to applications. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was lucky enough to get it in like the first month only because like 
if I want something, I just kind of can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> so I really was applying to about like at least like 30 to 50 jobs each okay. day. Each mm-hmm. day. And these are full-time. These are not like, oh, yeah, the totally easy applies, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up getting about 19 to 20 interviews on top of my full-time job, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Every single day. 19 interviews per week? Per week, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like crazy. How did you even like so, manage so, all so that? So I was going crazy. <laughs> so the confidence you're getting is like you're t- you have options. You have 19... So you show up differently. I it's do. like, if I f*** up this interview, sorry for the language, but <laughs> if I don't do well in this interview, like I got the next one. Literally. Though. Okay. You've Literally. Got, you've got, Such yeah. a like shift in mindset because we also have like, you know, I've also seen people, they apply for this one job and they have this one interview lined up and like they stop applying and it's like, oh my God, this is my life. And so you show That's, up so that very differently. <laughs> yeah. Because but what was that like? when you did that approach <laughs> uh i would mess up every single interview because i would be so much of my experience again i, I keep know. going back to dating but it's like you know <laughs> yeah. it's like that right you're just going in with a different like you're more scared as opposed to abundant you know what i mean yeah that like abundance a, mindset is so important it's so in anything important. dating uh any life, lifestyle, lifestyle anything, yeah. anything yeah. and definitely jobs stuff. Yeah. yeah um and honestly like and after a point you're really at a, so I, I had my six uh offers and at that point i was in a good mindset to with some of like your help a lot of other people's help to choose a job that paid okay but not just that but also like something that was going to be happy and that right. was going to allow me to live the a lifestyle yeah. and when you say yeah. pay okay this is like I nice mean, six, six this figures. is nice yeah. six figures she's saying okay <laughs> look at her <laughs> um, i definitely yeah <laughs> no but you know so it's it just puts you as a again driver like it gives mm-hmm. you in charge of your own destiny kind of right so let's wrap up the round one interview with the hiring manager any other tips that you have to kind of really wrap up this round one interview with hiring manager yeah um just really know the scenarios as i mentioned go through all of the different questions they can ask you um even though you know you want to be a mindful listener go and go on with some prepared questions as well for mm-hmm. sure um one, another thing is go through their linkedin before you go in the interview and if they have been in the army, maybe be more disciplined or, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. kind of get to know <laughs> match them. with their personality. Yeah. If they have like, I've done this, if their major is biology, I bring up that like, I've been a biology major Yeah, and just naturally they connect with me more. So yeah. go, go through their LinkedIn. Yeah. And there are in sales, there are, there are this thing called mirroring yeah. where, you know, yeah. you kind of mirror the energy. If they're Literally. like talkative, like high energy, yeah. maybe bring up your tone up a little bit. Yeah. Cause those people, usually if somebody talks really slow and like, just like pace it. yeah and then if somebody know. somebody talks really slow maybe just like take it a notch down if you're a fast talker exactly yeah. because yeah. it drains their energy faster if they're not usually yeah so yeah that's it okay. um that's it honestly for round one and then yeah, yeah let's, let's go into round two yeah let's go into round two yeah. usually with the panel right so like hiring manager plus the team who you're going to be working with and there might be somebody from leadership too so like how do you navigate the round two interviews yeah, so round two is definitely with a panel. My biggest mistake in round two was going in with the same questions as round one, but round mm. two is very different in a panel. So I do the same thing. Um, I get to, I go to their LinkedIn first. I looked at kind of their background. Um, usually in round one, I will get a good idea of who these people are. I write their names down. I write down their personality and the hiring managers will usually tell me, this is, this guy is more funny. This guy has a cat. This guy has a dog. Mm. Um, so in round, the panel interview, one strategic thing that I do is I look up the problems that my position has when working with that individual. Mm. So if I'm a product manager, 
-hmm. How do product managers interact with the developers? Mm -hmm. And what are the problems that they have? Yeah. Challenges. And I bring that up. So one of the biggest problems, for example, for product mm -hmm. managers is like, Product managers sometimes don't consider technical debts mm -hmm. or sometimes they listen too much to the business and they give too much work to the developers, right? Mm -hmm. And I bring that up. I'm like, as someone who will be joining your organization, um, I'm going to make sure I give you time in the sprint to look at bugs or I'll make sure that, you know, I'm an advocate for you first before the yeah. awesome. business. That's such a like different mindset. I mean, I like that. I like that you go and look up you know, the problem or the challenges I might encounter as mm -hmm. my role with this individual and how can I show up to the interview being ready to address that challenge yeah. or problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this comes off as overly optimistic, honestly. <laughs> and sometimes they just laugh at me, but they know that, they, like... But you understand their in. role. They too. know that they want to bring me in because yeah. they're like, hmm. That's different. That's really... <laughs> No, that's, that's really like, she's really shooting for the stars, but whatever. At least you'll land on the moon kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so I, I definitely like get to know their personalities. Um, for business analysts, definitely you want to, for business analysts specifically, you probably want to look at how do they work with product owners or mm -hmm. product managers. Mm -hmm. For scrum masters, it's how do they work with the developers, yeah. the product managers, even the business. Yeah. What are the problems that they face? Um, and then another thing that you really want to do in a panel interview is... Um, again, and I keep saying this is like, just talk to them. Like, you know, you're talking to a group of friends, mm -hmm. um, obviously maintain your professionalism. Right. Um, but it's okay to, you know, like laugh yeah. with them or look yeah, at their background like, Oh, you paint. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, again, like don't take like the human piece out of the interview yeah. right. um, process. Yeah. That, that's a great way to like. Yeah, that's a great way to show confidence that you're not scared to interact. And, you know, you you have to come up with that. And, you know, you're probably nervous a little bit. It probably helps you feel making sure. a little bit joke and like it does. going yeah. with that attitude. Or just like you also want to know, like, especially like for a BA Scrum Master, when you're really part of the development team uh, or the Scrum team, really, they want to probably know, like, if this person comes in, like, is it a good culture fit or like oh, the sure. team fit, right? Yeah. Like, I remember being... Um, being interviewed for a scrum master role and they asked me like i think like who's my star wars favorite character or do i like star wars or something else and they were really trying to like test my yeah. like personality just by that one question and it was a developer asking me that That's right awesome. <laughs> and so like you know they'll throw some of those questions in there just to test like what what kind of person is this like yeah. what do they vibe with do they are they gonna come here and like be able to have conversations around these topics with us because that's what they want did you say guardians of the galaxy no, I did not. Uh, it was Star Wars versus something else that has to do something similar. Oh, okay. Lord of the Rings, maybe. Okay. okay. Maybe that's what it was. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, so just kind of relating and um, yeah, and, and you know, for BA product owner, product manager, it's scrum the same master. Thing, really, yeah. You know, you are evaluated for your communication skills, yes. right? So oh my like, God, so much of that. That's good that. to demonstrate some of that, mm -hmm. you know, through... Yeah, and to give you an example, I actually don't know anything about... Not that I don't, I actually do. <laughs> but the technical detail, details of like, you know, how data flows from the back end to the front end, <laughs> I know it well enough and not like amazing enough to lead a product that's like data oriented right and i was able to get through the interview just by telling the person and the and at the end they're like we will hear back from you because it sounds like you're a hustler you learn just prove to them that if you don't know something yeah, yeah. you'll learn it, it so that's another thing they're going to probably ask you a lot of questions around like 
how would you do this? And you say, don't be afraid to say, oh, I haven't done this in the past. Can you give me an example of how your company handles that? And then based on that, mm -hmm. maybe I can try to pull something from my past. Yeah. Or from my past, there's a time when I don't know how to you know, do yeah. something and I learned it and this is how I learned it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think showing you're a go-getter and like you're growth-minded, it's so crucial right now because I mean, you know, technology is changing every day. Yeah. Processes, the way you do things, yeah. uh, even like agile, like it's still new to a lot of companies, right? So they're still learning, they're uncovering better ways, like how can we do it better? Yeah. And so if you show up with like that growth mindset and, and show that you are, you can adapt, right? That yeah. adaptability, I think it's the biggest thing like in this, in this 21st century. Mm -hmm. um, so That's if I don't know an interview question, I might yeah. like be honest and say, Hey, you know, I haven't come across that, yeah. but here's how I would handle it. Here's my mindset around that. Mm -hmm. Here's how I will solve the problem. Yeah. Cause that's what they want to hear in the yeah. day. Yeah. And you know, I mean, this is, this is what I go by. Right. So this is a question that, you know, some, I think I read it in the book and it just hit me. Like if you had an option to be strong or weak, which one would you be <laughs> strong? Same thing okay. in business. Like right. if you have an option to be strong versus weak, which one would you be? obviously strong so right. what you're saying is this is a mindset of like being strong yeah yeah and intentionally like showing up strong right mm -hmm. and what you're doing is you're you're expressing that you're showing courage because it takes courage to like it's, yeah, don't know it, yeah. it's a muscle you gotta exercise every <laughs> single day yeah you, so you want to first of all show up or intend to show up stronger mm -hmm. and then show courage and the other thing that i try to do is like what you're trying to do is bring joy bring a little bit of joy in the interaction yeah. Because, you know, people like that. People always yeah. love the option of having joyous conversation yeah. versus, you know, plain conversation. So those are three great things that I took away um, from this conversation. Yeah. I just kind of reminded when I interviewed, I made sure to, you know, bring those three things too. Yeah. So maybe now let's just kind of talk about the last round. A lot of times, you know, the round three, maybe you're meeting with the vice president or maybe yeah. some of the other leadership. So um, maybe like, you know, from all of your interviews, like what do you think they're looking for? This is especially important for mm -hmm. uh, product managers yeah. and scrum master because they are the one who are going to be meeting with the leadership for mm -hmm. the most part. And in this one, hopefully you've asked really good questions throughout the process to the point where you know exactly why they need you mm. and what problem you're trying to solve. Yeah. Um, and in that case, trash all the technical knowledge, you know, trash all the skills, trash everything you know about like Agile Scrum. <laughs> Honestly. Because they don't care much. They that. don't. All they care about is how are you going to solve their problem. Yeah. Yes. So you have to really kind of keep it high level, keep it strategic, and you have to kind of show them your mindset behind how you're a go-getter. You're going to come in and you're going to solve, you're, you're perfect. You're going to solve every single thing problem. And you have a plan for it too. Um, yes. So yeah, th that's, that's... Do you come up with the plan? Let's just say, you know, you've gone through this two rounds of interview. You kind of know the problem. Now you're going to meet with like either the CIO or the VP. Um, do you like what preparation preparation do you do? Like, do you prepare here or some of the strategy that I might talk about or that I might say based on here, you know, throughout my last two rounds, here's what I've learned about your organization here or my, some of my mindset on some of the things that when I come in, like I might be able to like help or handle or do things. Do you kind of project that in or? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So if they're having a problem with, let's say they're so, especially with my company that I work in. What we do is we go out and we implement software in a very agile setting mm -hmm. for people who are maybe waterfall. Mm -hmm. um, so in that setting, I'll probably talk about, you know, 
not prescribing to a certain agile framework. framework. So if it's like Scrum is not working for them, can we look at something else maybe? Mm -hmm. And in that way, and oh, another thing I do in interview is if they're like, my team is Scrum, I say I have uh, experience with Scrum, but I always say that sometimes it doesn't work for the team. So maybe I'll go and I'll try to find out what works best for that team. Mm. So the leadership, you want to say, you want to say that the first thing that you're going to know or you're going to do when you get in is get to know the process, the people, and the product. Mm. Those three yeah. things are very important. And then until then, you're not going to make any decisions because like you don't know anything. You don't know yeah. anything. Yeah. So you can't solve the problem. Like, you know, so yeah. just, just, Every time they ask me something, I'm always like, it depends. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your process right now? Yeah. And then I go in the case study with them. And I'm like, if this is a problem, then this is what mm -hmm. I'll do. If this is a problem, then this is what I'll do. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. I don't know your organization well enough just yet. Yeah, you bring such a good point, Neha. And those of you that are like, are maybe feeling a little bit like that imposter. Not a little bit, you're probably feeling a lot. Um, I mean, this should give you such a relief that even after you get a job, you do have some time to learn all of this lot, and I yeah. tell you know so many of the other scrum masters and business analysts I coach like if they ask you a question or if they want you to lead a um or facilitate a certain ceremony I always like say like run it the way that it always has been tell the team why don't you guys just run it the way it's always been because I don't want to enforce anything if there are certain things that are working we continue to do that if they're not, then like, I want to see those. I want to absorb. I want some time to be able to absorb so that I can fill in the gap. Right. Yeah. And so you have the chance to do that, whether you go as a business analyst, product owner, scrum master, you have some time when you go into the company to learn again, people process the product, mm -hmm. no matter what role. So that should give you a sense of relief. Like you're not going the very first day and you have to tackle everything. Because you do have and totally that's the time biggest so. mistake in interviews. I think is mm -hmm. when a question is asked, they go straight into answering it, mm -hmm. and that's just not what a business analyst or a product manager or a scrum master does. Yeah, they first analyze what's existing mm -hmm. and uh, in the context of wherever they are mm -hmm. to answer that. So I always say it depends. I always ask a question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now, last question. Um, we're going to ask you is like, okay, bring it all together. Like, mm -hmm. how do we people get better at, you know, being stronger candidate to interview? How do, how do you get better? Like, what are some things that you would say to wrap up? Um, so first I'll just say like daily activities, but it, it is a, it is a cycle. It's a muscle they got to practice. So, it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, you got to make yourself believe. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm a biology that, major. Yeah. I'm very scientific and like just habits right and you know yeah. that too like you have to practice something daily yeah. so first thing is uh you know write down your pitch write down um your answers brainstorm everything don't just think it in your head it never goes anywhere really um second thing is it's just it's like to-do list you know yeah. you have to put it down um second thing is like practice uh, in front of a mirror record listen to yourself talk mm -hmm. um and the third thing is like listen to you know like interview with a lot of people like actually apply to a lot of jobs maybe some that you aren't even interested in um, and then um, just send out applications and then um, practice as much as possible before you actually go into a job that you really want. Yeah. And maybe along the way, you'll get really good and you'll actually land at a company that you didn't anticipate for, like I did. And it turns out being amazing. Um, so that happens too. And then more of like a scientific approach is, you know, like just don't be too hard on yourself either. I mean, don't be too soft on yourself, like push <laughs> yourself for sure, challenge yourself. 
But also know that unless you do some of those technical things that I just mentioned, it's going to be like to your game. Like it's going to be a long game because you're selling yourself to someone else. Yeah. Right. So it is really the attitude too that you like show up or like that mindset. If you don't do well in an interview, what's your like rebound? Like how, yeah, how, don't how quick sad. do you like, bounce yeah. back? Like, like actually <laughs> it sounds like, but don't like, you know, yeah. it's okay to be sad for a little bit, but be like, okay, you know what? Just one interview, there's 3,000 other companies, like 3 million. Mm-hmm. How do I record myself, listen to this, mm-hmm. uh, face my like, you know, weaknesses and build yeah. upon that is yeah. super scientific. It's so, yeah. yeah, so important. Especially for people who haven't been. Yeah, do retrospectives. You guys have learned so much about <laughs> retrospective. Do retrospective on an interview and see what yeah, you can do better. Yeah. Don't go sad, slap yourself, just do more work. <laughs> and I feel so insensitive yourself. saying that, but. Yeah. I mean, but it's just truth though. It just, I have, you know, I am hard on myself too. So I do go in those are, yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it's just some, sometimes like, you know, to be able to kind of pick that really ripe fruit, you have to, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. And then when, when you do that, you know, like, I mean, we've seen some folks, right? Some people barely get the job and then they're still scared because they didn't <laughs> like actually get strong through the process. Mm. And like when we've seen you, like, yeah. You've actually become very strong. And you and learn you, so much. You enjoy, you do your day-to-day with so much confidence. Right. And you're having a blast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's something, like, it's a big different because in a day-to-day, you feel strong, you feel good, you feel confident, and you enjoy your work. And because of that, now you're probably learning uh, at a faster rate because you're not so worried about what everybody's thinking or if you're doing yeah, thing. Yeah. You're actually able to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the reason why you're going to probably do yeah way better um and we know no, thank you and wait one last thing is it's not just <laughs> me it's like just the people around me are awesome too like everyone i interact with just like empowers me so much so it's definitely you know a little bit of me but also like a lot of other people yes. so thank you yes. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so this was an amazing conversation thank you again neha uh and thank you yeah we will um I can see a part two of this conversation. After yeah, this and I, I mean, I want you guys to like listen to this few times because Neha threw so many good suggestions that if you apply and really train that muscle, like you're going to do well in the interview. So we're wishing you all the best. So yeah, yeah follow her on ASAP Neha and <laughs> oh <my God>. Instagram. <laughs> she has a YouTube channel coming up. And LinkedIn. And, and, and LinkedIn. So, yeah, links in the bio. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>